promise. Let me throw the phone numbers out. I don't know how many calls we'll take, but we'll probably get to some here. 833-288-0973. Ben and Woods, our thanks again to Jeff Fletcher from the Orange County Register talking about uh, Artie Moreno and then interesting, interesting conversation about Shohei Otani, especially since that report was out there recently that the Padres expect to be one of the, the players if Otani does reach free agency next offseason. He is the great white whale for A.J. Preller. And the lengths in which he went to try to get him the first time, legendary. And, uh, you know, learning Japanese and having this giant book uh, made for him. And, and yeah, uh, had we had a D.H., could be here right now, which is just so unfortunate. And we talked about it a little bit last week when that report did come out, but like, what does that even look like? I mean, does that mean Soto for sure not getting an extension with the Padres? Does that mean Manny may not be getting re-signed by the Padres if you're going to go all in on Otani? Can you get all three of them along with Bogarts, Tatis, and everybody else you're paying? <laughs> like, so you're like, look, it's not my money. I don't, I don't care. Sign... I mean, have a $4 the, billion dollar roster. For oh, okay. Theoretically, you could have a $500 million player in Otani, a you know $300 plus million dollar player in Machado with an extension, a $340 million player in Tetis, a $280 million player in Bogarts, and put them all in the in the same lineup. Is that is that something? That, I mean, that's like in, that's like adult films or like that's that's like the best adult film i've ever I mean, seen that's like playing mlb the show and turning yeah, off trade. turning off trades and, and salary cap i mean if it was the yankees who were doing it you'd even go come on man that's ridiculous <laughs> but the, the san diego padres is the team that's doing that it's mind-blowing mind-blowing yeah when i was a kid but am i gonna say it's impossible no no uh, every time I no. say it's impossible, something happens. But yeah, you think about when when we were kids, Ben, and you know I grew up rooting for the Yankees. It did seem every year you're like, God bless, we're adding this guy too. Oh my God, it was like it was it was a, an embarrassment of riches at times. It felt like now didn't guarantee him anything. And in fact, my memories of the World Series that they won, you know, it was often the unsung heroes, the Scott Brocious's of the world, the Orlando Hernandez, El Duque. You know, it was sometimes the the big name guys were the ones that didn't perform and got lit up uh, at the times. It was the unsung hero. So you need those guys, too. But, boy, I sure like my chances with the lineup of Bogarts, Tatis, Machado, Otani, and, uh, and t- well, you know, on, take, on and on and on we go. Take the Padres playoff run last year. Obviously, you had stars in Manny Machado and, and Juan Soto. But who was the guy that they needed to come through to get out of the the first couple of rounds. Trent Grisham. Trent Grisham was Josh was, Bell was the was guy a who monster, needed to come through. Monster Josh Bell tone setter came through. I mean, you're right. It you can have as many stars as you want, but you'll still need the other guys. You need to, the guys to yeah. you know pull their weight and sometimes come through when you least expect it to win a World Series. Yeah, we don't get out of the first round without Grisham I mean, and without Josh Bell. Think of the playoff heroes in recent vintage. Nola had some big hits. Nola had monster Eddie, hits. Eddie Rosario. Yes. I mean, the, the guys who have made, you know, the hugest, the biggest plays in the postseason aren't always the big names. In fact, it almost seems like more often than not, they're not the big names. The the Brett Phillips run that he went on when he was with the Rays against the Dodgers. I mean, it's like Brett Phillips, of all people. Um, I mean, dude, just listen to the list of recent World Series MVPs. 
Jeremy Pena, Jorge Soler, Corey Seager, Steven Strasburg, Steve Pierce, George Springer, Steven Pierce, Ben Zobris, Salvador Perez, <laughs> Madison Bumgarner, well deserved, uh, you know, David Ortiz, Pablo Sandoval, David Freese, Edgar Renteria, yeah, David Freese, Hideki Matsui, Cole Ham, like, there's no some, major some big names in there. Star. Yeah, some big names. Like Ortiz, probably the biggest yeah. name. Very but, interesting. So what we're all saying is. Matt Carpenter, World Series MVP. Which would be fine. Like Don't that. care who wins it as long as somebody wins it. All right. Uh, we will, uh, let's see. The phone lines are open, but Paulie can't answer them right now because he's got to do a Rindle report. So just be patient. 833-288-0973. We'll get to you, but first we'll get to Paulie. And get things started here with our edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rindle Report. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report. With Paul Reindel. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biatch? It's the Reindel Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a all right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> did you catch a game last night? <laughs> I did not. I did. I, it was uh, Lakers Clippers is the one I caught last night. How'd that go? Well, my son, who's the Clippers fan, was very pleased with how it went. Let's just <laughs> leave it at that. Uh, we will start off in the NBA, but we're not going to be talking about the Clippers and the Lakers. We're going to be talking about the upcoming All-Star game, February 19th. And something I like about the NBA All-Star weekend is they are not afraid to change things up. Uh, I think it keeps it interesting. It keeps it fun for the viewer. So for the last five or six years, they've done the captain's routine, right? Uh, it's usually like that Thursday, Tuesday or Thursday, the week of the game, in, inside the NBA on TNT, in between the two games or at halftime, one of the games, whatever. They'll have the two captains, you know, LeBron and Kevin Durant. And they're going to be on Zoom together and they kind of do the draft. It's, it's good television. It's fun. They're switching it up this year. They announced this yesterday. And I'm reading from ESPN. The game's on February 19th and nobody knows who will be on the roster, or nobody knows who the starters will be, not even the players themselves. So they're going to have LeBron James, and then it's going to either be Giannis or Kevin Durant. They're going to be the captains, and they're going to go like schoolyard pickup basketball game style. They're going to pick the rosters live on television like shortly before the game starts. Like I got Ben. All right, I got Paul. Like yeah, that. Yeah. So now somebody's gonna get picked last. Did either of you do the? Oh, me, me. Remember when you like would like no. reach out no, and like no, no, try no. to have someone pick you? Gotta, you you got to know me, me, me. I just stood five inches above everybody else in my class yeah. and just said, "Come on." I would do Come the uh, thing where I like stared at him, gave him a little eye contact, and a little. You ready? Come on. Let's do this. Also about dissuading the wrong team. Yes, you, you put want your to head down. The, yeah, yeah. You put your head like down. Hide behind Shuff, somebody. Shuffle away. Start tying your shoe yeah. or something. <laughs> so, you ever get picked last for stuff? Yes. Yeah, it sucked. 
I'm a little confused on exactly how it's going to work because players will obviously need to know if they should be there or not be at the All-Star game. So it says here the captains. Guys show up. They're like, oh, you didn't get picked. You got to go home. It says here the captains and the starters will be announced on Thursday. I believe that's this Thursday, tomorrow. So they'll announce who's potentially able to be a starter. And then out of those eight guys, LeBron and the... uh, captain for the Eastern Conference will then get to pick of those eight players and decide their teams. But I like that. I just like, I like that it's, they, they do different things. What's the scoring that they use now? The the Elam, Elam ending. Yeah. The Elam ending. Which is, yeah, it's, it's very fun. entertaining. Yeah, it's entertaining. It's Someone will be picked last though, right? And yeah. And that'll be a story and I mean, we'll call them Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> and then they'll go take their team to the Super Bowl. Well, like, technically, you were the last pick to host this radio show with me, remember? We went through all the other hosts, and then you were the last pick. But it worked out really well, right? I don't think that's exactly how it worked out. No, I don't think that's the... I don't think that's how it worked out. Derek and Bert Grossman and all the other people I did the shows with, and then Woods came in as the last pick as Mr. Irrelevant and has killed it. I don't. Absolutely I don't think. That, I don't remember that. That's exactly how it worked out. <laughs> you weren't the first pick, that's for sure. Well, I, I slated to be on another show that was going to move there, but right. then that didn't work. Right. So they wanted to find a place for me. I was so valuable <laughs> that they wedged me in with some clown that I didn't even know, and the rest potato, is potato, yeah, manasian, manasian, yeah. You know. Basically, like, basically like Tom like a, Brady. I don't know if you knew this. Tom Brady was drafted 199. Yeah, I did. I did. I knew that. <laughs> Stephen Woods. What, a, what a... Is he out of his mind? <laughs> Just <laughs> shooting darts over there. Good God. Well, I literally, man. literally made this guy into a superstar. That's I gotta, what I'm saying. I got to sit in here and take jabs. You're, like you're my very own Brock Purdy. Amazing. I'm not Brock Purdy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh, man. A lot of PDs around town kicking themselves, buddy. I'll tell you that right now. You can all suck it. (laughs) Oh, my God. In uh, sports media, I don't know how much this is a story anymore, how much you guys care. Mike Francesa and um, Mad Dog, they're getting back together again. We're doing this. This makes so much news every time this comes around. Mike and Mad Dog reuniting. And uh, Francesa, he confirmed it yesterday that he will be joining Christopher Mad Dog Russo and, and of course, Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> it's the three like on I, first take. You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't pay me to listen. There's just no way. Now, if you put Skip Bayless into the mix as well, then I mean, okay, I'll just have to see. And what Max happens. Kellerman's also going to yeah. show up and explain what went wrong. You know, with- I actually <laughs> talked about this with Sam last week because I could. I could care less. I haven't listened to more than 30 seconds of Mike and the Mad Dog in my life. But he grew up in Long Island. Yeah, and, so that you know, was... He was listening, and he goes, all right, you know, for the nostalgia, bring them back together. There's cer- there's certainly a a fan base that will be interested oh, yeah. to see them come back together Absolutely. Again. Do they live out in San Diego? Not really. No. Not most of them. Unless you're a transplant, are they probably from the East Coast. under the age of 65? No, probably not. Mad Dog's a little bit more out there in the public eye than Francesca is right now, just because he's got the Sirius XM, the MLB Network, and all that. And he's been appearing on First Take now for, I don't know, 
what's it been? Probably a year, yeah, like a, year a weekly so. hit mm-hmm. or something with Stephen A. They just scream at and each other Stephen the entire a actually, time. Yeah, Stephen A. went on Howard Stern last week and kind of started to spill the beans. Like this was something he was working on, but and then like Mad Dog talked about it, but they left a lot of details still to be seen. And so Francesa finally he he confirmed it all yesterday that yes. They will be on uh, February 1st on First Take. We'll, we'll play some audio because I, I, sure. I, now I have to hear it because right. I have to hear. By the way, just speaking of the, the longtime media guys, I did want to, sorry for the interruption, uh, congratulate Fred Rogan, who is uh, ending a four-decade career as the NBC4 sports anchor in Los Angeles on Thursday. I'll have his very last TV sportscast. I've only talked to Fred a couple of times in my life, but I certainly watched him a bit, uh, you know, spending some time in, in L.A. visiting my my grandma and stuff growing up, and uh, I I remember him, like, when I was a kid, watching him on television occasionally. Four uh, Rogan's Heroes, and uh, the way he did it was definitely uh, formative to a lot of sportscasters uh, of the next generation. Yeah, 40-plus years doing sports every night on NBC Channel 4 up in Los Angeles. How many more years do you need for 40? 20. I needed 20 more. 20 yes. more? Halfway there? No. And I probably will still have my, enough. I'm putting I still my foot have down. another 20 after that. I'm putting my foot down, Ben. You're not doing 20 more years of this. Can't. Do it. Can't do it. All right. And finally, uh, let's talk a little Disneyland here. Disney World, actually. Um, I don't mind Disneyland. I don't mind Disney. There are, there are adults who don't mind and have a good time at Disney. And then there's Disney adults. There's Disney folk. It's a it's a it's a it's a lifestyle. I will yeah, tell you that. It's not what they it's not where they go, it's who they are. Oh yeah. hundred yeah. percent. So uh Disney World in Orlando. Uh Splash, Splash Mountain is coming to an end. They're closing it down. It had its last ride. They are gonna do a makeover and change the the ride. Right. Over. The theme of Splash Mountain is the old movie Song of the South. Which is so, like, racist that they don't even play it anymore. I had no idea. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. It's just, I thought it was it's just basically, a, like, you know, southern black stereotype type, you know. That now, Splash Mountain came from um, um, that yeah, movie? Yeah, the, the, the theme of the, in like, the characters, when you ride around the characters. Okay. I had stuff, no idea. When you're in there. Zero idea. Yeah. So, Most people only care about the drop at the end, yeah. which, that's just a drop. But okay. when, there is, a, like, a ride in there when you go through it. All right. And you see characters. Uh, it's being uh, redone as Tiana's Bayou Adventure, based on the 2009 Disney film Princess and the Frog. So that's going to relaunch in 2024. They had its last ride on Monday this week for Splash Mountain. And people have collected w- water from one of the last rides, put it in jars. I'm not laughing at you. And it's being sold online. From anywhere, like, you can go on eBay. There's, like, one listing. It's going for $4.25. It's got nine bids okay. uh, as of yesterday. I'd pay that. Okay. Would you? my top. four twenty five for some Splash Mountain water is the top. I think that's too much for me to even spend. I think I could do four twenty five. How about this? Go to your pool in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. Fill it up. Fill it up with your hose. Maybe add another pound or two of chlorine to the water yep. and go ahead and sell it because... That's pretty much what we're talking about here, like chlorinated pool it's water. Like it's holy water or something. <laughs> I am also on the higher end of the uh, the spectrum. I am looking at an eBay listing 
says Disney's Splash Mountain Water, six ounces, limited. It's going for $199. There's, there's, I saw some special on Sunday morning once, and it was a Disney guy. Like he was like that was his thing, and his house was so full of memorabilia. It was like this is borderline. This is borderline insane. Uh, but <laughs> he, yeah, he would be that guy. It's like, dude, one hundred and ninety-five bucks. I'll pay that in a heartbeat to get the original Splash Mountain water. Which, by the way, it's not the original. But it's the one that's been filtered through and added. And hadn't been there for fifty years. There for, uh, you know what? Shelly and I have some friends. They live in Anaheim, like two blocks from Disneyland. And so I guess they're Disney people. They they get the annual passes. They treat it like their local park, and they'll go and just yeah. hang for the a while. Dread. I think it's kind of cool. I, do that too. I think it's yeah. kind of cool. It's like all right, we'll pay for the year, and then we live by Legoland, we'll, and, we'll go and, and we go and we go to Legoland once a week, and you know after work, and we'll spend two hours, and you don't necessarily ride the rides. No, you, you walk you around, walk around, and just kind of enjoy the evening. And I like it's having, kind of cool. Having Disneyland as your local park is badass. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> not far. It's like cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I took Bo last year. I had the time of my life watching it through his eyes. It was incredible. Um, but yeah, okay, all right. Splash Mountain water for sale, two hundred bucks. Enjoy yourselves. Thank you, Polly. You're welcome. All right. Uh, now that Polly's done with the Ronda report, if you want to call in eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three, you can do so. We can get some more calls. We also have some more Bob Melvin sound. Uh, from yesterday here on 97.3, the fan, as he gets ready for the start of spring training. Is there a topic on the table, or are we just open phones? Because I'll do open phones. I want to try open phones for once. Whatever you guys want to talk about. Yeah. I mean, be prepared for Woods to make fun of you if he doesn't like the topic. <laughs> Stephen, Mr. Irrelevant Woods, Mr. May. Yeah, now, if anything. you call in asking what you think the Philadelphia Flyers should do at the trade deadline, you will be mocked by Stephen Woods. And you, probably. Probably, because i got no idea either. But feel free to join us. 833-288-0973. Open phone Wednesday, 9 o'clock hour. I'm Coming all, up I'm next. All in. Carry us uh, home. After traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, we've had our first birdies at the Farmers Insurance Open. One under par, currently leading. William McGirt. Dylan Fratelli. Dirt McGirt with an early birdie. Bo Hostler and Maverick McNeely all at one under par. Those are golfers? Those are all golfers. <laughs> huh. It's early, though. Dirt McGirt? I like that. <laughs> Dirt McGirt. That's, I mean, his nickname's got to be Dirt. It has to be. <laughs> What's his name? William. Bill McGirt. Dirt. Let's call me Dirt. Dirt McGirt. <laughs> All day. All right. Uh, we are risking it for the first time in a while. A little open phones in our 9 o'clock hour. 833-288-0973. Let's start with Carlos. Welcome to Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Am I on the air? You are, you are on, on the, the air. air. Oh, I didn't hear the it's been a while since I called to a radio station. <laughs> hey, guys, I, I was the very first caller to your show back at the old station. Wow. And I really get kind of pumped up when you play that uh, edited call when I was talking about, you know, Ben and Woods coming together. It's yeah. been a really good show. Thank you. For the years. 
but a programming suggestion going forward, especially this time of year, I'm not a gambler per se, but I like when you guys have the touts on or people that break down the games. So when I journey down to Tijuana, I know what I'm doing for this weekend, especially the next weekend. And I don't know if you guys bring Kristen Crick, I guess, her commercial hair every morning Christa, in. I just Christa, want to hear it come on the Christa air. Crick, Trista Crick. Yeah. I just want to hear the variations of the different words. It's the same word book. Every time that, that, that promo plays, she says the word book different. It's kind of interesting and fascinating at the same time. So you want like more gambling I, advice. You know, I don't I don't hate those segments either. I don't know that they apply to everyone. Obviously everyone doesn't gamble well, on it's sports. Ill, it's illegal, guys. <laughs> Can you imagine gambling doing something illegal? I don't, but I still like I tend to like those segments. I listen when people talk about lines and gambling. I do I'm too. still fascinated by it even though I don't personally partake in the sports gambling. I also like the breakdown the breakdown of prop bets going to the Super Bowl. I, the discussion of that. Oh, yeah, we'll do that for sure. That one yeah. we will do. That's like that's like 101, and that is fun. That is fun. Uh, we talked earlier about the kid that hit a four-game, four-prop parlay and won 72 grand on a $5 bet, $5 free bet. And uh, picked first four, first guys to That's score. That's cool. Can we play that audio again? I loved that audio. Oh, it was amazing. That was fantastic. So again, yeah, he uh, he picked uh, for the first touchdown of the game. Yep. Went with uh, let's see, the t- mostly tight ends. He yeah, had, he, had, he had Kelsey, and then Travis he had Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, Jamar uh, Jamar Chase. Chase. Uh, he had one other guy, uh, and Dallas Goddard. Da- da- Dallas Goddard, and then, and then for Dalton the last Schultz. one, he picked Dalton Schultz of the Cowboys, and it was. There was a couple of field goals early in the game, but they hadn't been a touchdown Well, the yet. first three guys hit. The first three guys hit, so he goes into that game, the Cowboys-Niners, Dalton Schultz needing the first touchdown to complete his parlay. <laughs> it's just so random, man. $5 free bet, and then this happens. Yeah, dude, I'm going to be so sick if it's Zeke or somebody else, bro. Oh, man, man. Is he in the game? Yeah, he's, he's in, in the game. He's supposed to do, bro. Come on. Yeah, he's right there. <laughs> Please. Snap. Back rolls right. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> so good, dude. So good. The dream. I had like a $1500 parlay once. We were out on the golf course and I almost I almost peed my pants from from being excited. I mean, you know that those opportunities are so rare. If you're a sports gambler, a long shot parlay and you've already hit the first three legs and you're waiting for that last one and it's a long shot too. I mean, Dalton, was, Dalton he was the Schultz. longest of shots. He yeah, was the, I mean, the highest odds. But he's in the game, and you heard him say at the beginning, if it's going to be if if it's Zeke, Zeke or something, I'm going to just to be so close and have it ripped away at the end. But then to see him rolling and looking right to Dalton Schultz. I saw a uh, TikTok. Somebody made a like NBA or current betting generator, and so it was like updated every day, and it's like a spinning wheel or whatever, and it tells you the bet that you need to place. And it was like some random guy on the Cavs, two and a half three pointers. So three or more three pointers yeah. in the game. And it wasn't Steph Curry. It wasn't LeBron. You know, you're like, oh my god. And so he put, I think it was a hundred dollars down on Joe Schmo to hit three threes, and he's now locked into this Cleveland Cavaliers game because that's what the bet generator told him. And the guy hit, got it in the second. How half. much did he win? I don't remember exactly how much. I can try to find it, but. I, I mean, like, three three pointers isn't that. That's not that crazy. But it was some random. Yeah, but I mean, it can happen for sure in a long game. See, then you have to watch an entire Cleveland Cavaliers <laughs> game though to to 
pay off your total entertainment well, value I mean, for that bet. I don't, I don't know that I could do that. I don't know that I could. You know I couldn't. So <laughs> Well, Carlos, thank you for the call. Thanks now, for the call, if buddy. we never took another call again, Carlos would be our very first call. And, and last our very yes. last call. All right, guys, that's it for us. <laughs> hopefully, or, hopefully Odyssey's been paying the bills. Or, yeah, well, I mean... We could just decide to never take another call. We could be on it's for true. 20 more years. A lot of shows Never do that. take another call after Carlos to make him the last one. I'm going to keep the phone lines open, though, after the break here. 833-288-0973. Good first call. Didn't, didn't go that nervous. poorly. We can try another one, perhaps. When we come back, we also have a little more uh, Bob Melvin sound to get to, as well as we wrap up the Wednesday edition of Bennett Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. to kick off with Boomer and Valente Fridays at 6 p.m. Former NFL MVP Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti discuss the big NFL news, preview the big matchups of the week. Uh, we'll actually be doing a little more football talk tomorrow on the program as well. So get you ready for conference championship Sunday, but you catch Boomer and Valente Fridays at 6 right here on 97.3 The Fan. Let's see, our phone lines remain open, 833-288-0973. Uh, still have a couple more cuts from... Um, Bob Melvin I want to get to as well. Uh, we'll do that after our last check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Right, Carlos was our first call. He won't be our last call, though, because I'm going to go back out to the phones. Let's go to Ron. Welcome to an open phone 9 a.m. Wednesday hour on 97.3 The Fan. I love the name Ron, by the way. You do? I'll always have. Ron. You sound like a solid guy. What is up, fellas? How you doing, buddy? Good. Hey, Question. Is uh, is going out to Peora for spring training? Is that is that uh, is that fun? Is that is that good, dude? It's anyone out there? It's yeah. it's the greatest. It <laughs> really answer, is. Yes. It is. Yeah. It and look, we have some pretty good access out there, so we may not be the right people to ask. But I will tell you this: as someone who never lived in my whole life near a spring training facility, I was in Texas, so I was always right in the middle. Um, I never went to a spring training in my life. I didn't know what it entailed until I started going, uh, since we started working here, Ron. And the access, the ability to go watch practices and games, and and it's so fun. It's such a fun, up fun. Up close. Up close. Much, much closer than you'll really ever get during a regular season. Now, I will say this. If you're the kind of baseball fan who requires, like, 
the game has to have meaning. Like, I'm watching this because I need to see who wins, and that's why I that's, care. It's not for that. That's that's not for that. But if you just love the atmosphere of baseball and seeing the skilled athletes up close and watching what they do and prepare, you will never get a better opportunity. You will never really get a more affordable opportunity. Yeah. I mean, you know, right, going to watch go to watch practice is free. Yeah, uh, you know, which is the great. It's more. Right, it's a lot more than just the games. Right. Like the games, the games are, games like are a whatever. Third afterthought. The games are whatever. Going to watch practice is like my favorite thing to do in the world to watch um to watch Manny take ground balls and like, you know, a bunch in a row to watch Tatis, you know, run around the outfield or whatever, to see awesome. them up close. It's the greatest. Ron, there's dude. a batting cage area and a bullpen area, but outside of that, there's six practice fields yeah. that the team uses and that whole area in between all of those fields is completely open you can just stand there's bleachers you can walk around by the and way the players just walk right on by they you walk right field by field. you but the coolest thing for me is to listen to them on the field because we're in petco park there's thirty five thousand right. people screaming and you can't hear manny like hey let's go get down like they're talking trash out there they're having a ball <laughs> i mean it's practice and it's hard work but they're also out there showing off their their immense skills. So to go watch practice for me is like it's legitimately my favorite thing in the world. Air, uh, I, Tatis almost hit me in the nuts with a, a throw that Hosmer <laughs> Hosmer could not pick. Weird. It went right. I'm <laughs> telling not. you. Yeah, it went right under my my area. I mean, it hit the fence like on a hop, and I was like, oh my god! I we, almost we just sell you we, we sell you on it, Ron. Pretty good there. Well, yeah. See, that's what I'm looking for is that up, up close and personal yeah. with all of it. You know, I'm just, I'm a huge fan. So, but anyway, one more thing, guys, before I let you go, I, I, Woods, I really, I really need an explanation on how in the hell you go zero and six at fantasy. It's a good okay? question. We were just talking about that. Um, okay. We Thanks were just talking call, about it. Thanks for the call, Ron. Um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, the stats came out yesterday. I saw what I. I, I mean, saw how does the team I, with Shohei Otani and Mike Trout not they, even sniff the playoffs? Exactly right. The team I mean, game. I, I saw the the stats. Uh, they sent them out yesterday, and uh, our pal Bert Grossman had asked me, "Oh, and six. What was your personal stat line?" And I said, "Well, I hit six fifteen. I scored six runs, and I drove in nine. We scored as a team thirty seven runs. So I drove in." A quarter of our runs. Paulie scored about a quarter of our runs. I feel like I hit right ahead of you in the lineup. I feel like so. I feel like we did our jobs. Now I will say this: not a very good team player. You not win as a team, good. you lose as a team. It's, good, it's a good point that you make. Paulie and I also kicked the ball around way more than we should have. We both did. We both had. Paulie had a spring in his glove one game. I had a spring in my glove. I had errant throws. Pitching and defense was more of your team's problem than offense. Uh, no, no, there was all. Problems. There was all terrible. That <laughs> we didn't run well. We didn't hit well. We didn't throw well. We didn't field well. Uh, there's really nothing we did well at all. But defense was really the killer. Um, and and Paulie and I are as much to blame as anybody else on the team. Neither of us had a. Paulie had one really good defensive game. Um, but I, I mean, I, I didn't play that well defensively. Let, let me add for Ron, if he's still listening, that the only drawback Padre spring training, and we talked about this uh, earlier in the week as well. Peoria, Arizona, is not exactly destination A when you're talking about fun places. It's uh, a lot of strip malls and yeah. flat and kind of drab. If and, you like vape stores, yeah. there's plenty of you <laughs> now, can vape. You can till your heart's now you delight. can go stay in some pretty cool resorts if you go stay, you yeah. know, Scottsdale and stuff. But then 
you're looking at a 35, 40-minute drive out to Peoria every time you want to come out. If you want to stay right next to the ballpark, there's plenty of little hotels, Hampton Inns and Quality Inns and Suites and things like that with you know a nice little concrete little pool area in the back, but nothing uh, spectacular or memorable. Although there are a few golf courses out on the west side that are, that are decent if you're, if you're looking to kind of do some other things on your spring right. training vacation. A caveat to Ben's explanation, too, is that Ben is... The food scene is He's dismal. massively fancy. <laughs> Paul and I enjoyed the food very much. We had P.F. Chang's one night. Delicious. Absolutely spectacular P.F. Chang's. McAllister's. McAllister's Deli was phenomenal. We you, you, Listen, not everybody needs farm-to-table quail and all the I things. I found us that decent Detroit-style pizza you, place. This, that was not stop bad. Bringing I, if he brings it up, like, we actually mentioned it when we were out there. I go, if he makes us eat that Detroit pizza again, I'm going to stab him in his throat. <laughs> he found this place. It wasn't we, a chain. We, just, we, we, had like, not eaten, we hadn't eaten in nine hours. I would have eaten rhino guts at that point. <laughs> it was fine. It was You were so proud of your Detroit stuff. Style pizza. It wasn't any like if we would have gotten Domino's, it would have been the same. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. So we have to do this with him again. It was fine in the sense that I I didn't vomit afterwards. We have to do this again with him in three weeks, and he's the whole time we're there. All he's worried about is where is our next meal coming from. I'll do PF Chang's. I can do PF Chang's. Was amazing. It was like it was like better than it's ever been. Um, the quality was just spectacular. So there let's, you go. Uh, let's go out to uh, Dexter. you next up <laughs> with Ben and Woods on 97. <laughs> <Detroit's laughs> He's so proud of it. He's so proud of it. <laughs> he hey suggested a place that didn't make us like feel sick, and he's like, that was great. God. Hey, guys. Hey, buddy. How's it going, man? Hey, um, a couple of things, okay? Um, one, the first thing I want to bring up is um, – when you guys are doing your tournament of drops uh, during March Madness, yes. Here, okay. Here's what I think you should do. One side will be like your regular drops, you know, like can I get a oh yeah that yeah. kind of thing, right? The second side are all of the drops <laughs> that Woodsy pulled off that training video. Polly pulled them off. The other side, <laughs> the other side would be just those. Okay, right. so then that way you don't have that way Woods's heart is not going to be broken when. Um, oh, I they don't could, care. You know, I don't care you know, if my kids get thing. beat down in the Is it the still hot out there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the, se- the, the second thing, and this is, and, and then, then I'll go. Uh, the second thing is, Pauly, I miss your random question generator. Oh, oh topic, wheel. topic wheel. We topic haven't done wheel. the topic yeah, wheel in forever. Topic wheel. Paulie, spin that MF yeah. right now, buddy. It's been a while. Yeah. All right, Dexter. Thanks Thank for the you, Dexter. Thanks for the call. Uh, no BS. We forgot about it. We I just mean, completely we forgot that we so did it. well that we haven't even needed the topic wheel. I think that's the case. Holy crap! What's your favorite place to eat Detroit style pizza? That's my <laughs> question for you. On the topic. <laughs> What's that app you use? Oh, I use it. I, I like Eater is a good one. That's a eat her. one. Eater. Yeah, yep. Eater. The e- Eater. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love the topic wheel. I totally forgot we did it. I really did. <laughs> Here we go. Topical topic wheel. Uh, what is the best food for leftovers? Ooh. Ooh. Spaghetti. Period. The end. Pizza. Overrated. I disagree on pizza. 
I do too. It's I, never I like, the same. I, it, well, it is if you reheat it in the oven, but you put it in the microwave, it's, it's garbage. Garbage. I like, so. it, I like it either. I like it cold. I don't like it cold. I don't, oh. I don't like cold pizza. I'll eat it in a pinch, but I it gives me cold, instant heartburn if it's cold. What did you say? I said spaghetti. I, I um, probably the worst. Ugh, I so actually good. may like cold fried chicken out of the, the fridge Delicious. better than the hot fried chicken. I don't I don't know why, but it's really good. Uh, left oh chili is usually really oh, good the next and day. Chilies get better they, as they go because yeah, they it soaks call. in. That's um, a good call. I make a lot. I we do a pot roast maybe a couple times a month. The net you would think the next day's roast is good. There's this layer of fat and grease oh, that yeah. sits on, and then you it breaks up in your meal. It's yeah. hideous. I um I love meatloaf. I do too, but I like it better as the meatloaf sandwich. I don't like meatloaf sandwiches. The next day, those are for uh, pederasts, I think. But I've you know I have weird food takes. Meatloaf is delicious by itself. You don't need to put it between two slices of bread. What do you put on it? What's your What's your dressing? Lettuce and tomato, a little mustard. Really, yeah. mustard? Yeah. It's already got like some ketchup. I guess it's kind of like a hamburger. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a hamburger. Yeah, like a cold hamburger. I guess now that doesn't sound as appealing. <laughs> <laughs> that is your phrase at that way. <laughs> no Detroit style pizza. I'll tell you that. that, that so, that, what if I told you you can have a hamburger, but, but make it's it cold, cold <laughs> and instead of a nice bun, you're putting it on a piece of wheat, wheat bread? bread. <laughs> yeah, it sounds disgusting. A cold hamburger <laughs> on wheat bread. The the I just I can't get out of my head the layer of pot roast fat at the oh, top of exactly. the top. You know what I, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah, right? Yeah. It's it's like gray. It's, or it's white. white. It's white, and then you're like, all right, I want to eat this. But I only want a portion, so you dig the spoon in, and it all just crackles up in there. It's just like this is lard. This is just pure lard. It's really you need to heat it up and mix it back in. You have so to. You have yeah. the flavor yeah. still. You have to. The, the flavors all carry. So the best, best right leftover. There. Yeah, spaghetti is my favorite thing to eat leftover. Like I'm making spaghetti for dinner tonight, and I'll also eat some at nine o'clock, and then I'll eat some tomorrow. Uh, let's. Uh, oh, oh. Yeah, more topics. Why not? Yeah, never mind. Right, what, do you, what do you have that's more important? Bob Melvin, topic. The Detroit style pizza. <laughs> Would you, this is a would you rather, would you rather give $25,000 to a friend or keep $100,000 for yourself? What? It's the dumbest question I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I think the uh, it should be the opposite. Would you rather give $100,000 to a friend or keep $25,000 for right, yourself? All right, let's do They both suck. <laughs> I mean, I don't have either of those to do. <laughs> so. I mean, you know, game theory tells you always go with the bigger amount. But wait, what is it? Whatever it is. Keep keep a hundred thousand. Keep, keep twenty five thousand or give a hundred thousand to a friend. Okay, that see now that's the tough one. Why is it tough? Well, I mean if you're giving it, then you don't end up with anything. Right. So you you would take the twenty five thousand for yourself. What are, who's giving us this money? <laughs> and making the wheel. Apparently our I don't think I understand the question. It's it's one of those, you know, Who doesn't dilemmas. just keep the money for themselves? Well, I mean, but you could, if you really had a good friend, and you could give four times the amount to them as what you would keep yourself, you would do that and hope that someone would else would do the same thing if they were given that opportunity. Because then, thing I've ever heard of. Because then it would, you would both end up with 100000 Let's say you both put into a room, 
and you're both asked the question. I said, "All right, you can either keep a hundred thousand, you can either keep twenty five thousand, or you can give a hundred thousand to the guy in the next room." And he's also asked the same <laughs> question. If you both pick the hundred thousand, you both end up with a hundred thousand. If you both pick the twenty five thousand, you only both end up with twenty five thousand. But yeah, you but have to I'm trust close. that the other guy is going to make the same choice because if he picks the twenty five and you pick the hundred, he's got one hundred twenty five thousand, and you've you got nothing. nothing. I'll just take the money and I'll take my money and go. <laughs> That's the prisoner's dilemma, I believe, is what it's called. Oh, yeah. I've never heard of that. Have you never heard of the prisoner's dilemma? Like Occam's razor. It is a little bit like <laughs> Occam's razor. So a prisoner's dilemma is a situation where individual decision makers have an incentive to choose in a way that creates a less than optical optimal outcome for the individuals as a group. So, hey, I do better for myself if I do this, but if everyone sacrifices, then we all do better together. I think I would take that, then. If we all... Sac- if we all but you have to trust that the other person will do that, sacrifice. Too. I feel like the three of us could trust each other in that scenario. Like, if, if I got an offer to go to another radio station, right? And, you know, I had to trust... I trust you more than anybody I know. That I wouldn't leave you here. Dilemma situation. I would not leave you here. You yeah. know I wouldn't. You you care more about that than anyone I know. No question. No question. You about probably it. shouldn't trust me. For I, that's you the thing is I do I do question. I question ben, your loyalty. Would you like to keep five dollars or give Woods five hundred thousand dollars? Give I'll, me the give me the I'll fiver. Take the cash. I could use a coffee after work. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, I like the topic. I missed it so much. Forgot we did it. Forgot we did it. All right, keep that keep that in the back pocket. Now that we've remembered, we have a topic yeah, wheel. Yeah, we can do an hour tomorrow of the topic. Because it's the off season. That's what the topic wheel was created 100%. for. Was I mean, our I, off season? I could literally do a whole show of topic wheel. I'm not Dexter, kidding. see what? I'm I'm phones, by that. So we get Carlos. We get Ron. You love the name Ron, Ron, and we get Dexter reminding us about the topic wheel. What great callers we have that we never, ever, ever talk to. You guys are fantastic. Thank you, Tier 1s. I really do appreciate that. Uh, you can log in and listen to 97.3 The Fan on the Odyssey app or on 97.3thefansd.com. Your chance to win a pair of tickets to see the Eagles at Pachanga Arena on March 3rd. You'll earn one entry for every hour that you listen. So just do that. And by the way, all guests on Meta Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. Well done, sir. We've reached the end of another program. Uh, Three-fifths of the way through this week. We will be back tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk some football. Eric Adelson. Uh, we're trying to line up a couple other guests as well. Updates on the Farmers Insurance Open. I'm sure uh, Coach Gwen and Chris will keep you informed. Sam Ryder is at two under, tied with defending champion Luke List for the lead right now. For Paul Rindle, for Stephen Woods, I'm Ben Higgins. Talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. here on 97.3 The Fan.